Wow, wow, wow. What a day, man. Did some yard work. Sun tore me up, man. I felt my age today. But Yah was able to see me through it. Hallelujah. So welcome to Exodus 19. A nation married to Yah with your host, Richard Massey. I pray that you guys are having a blessed Sabbath. And I pray that whatever you and your family are going through, that Yah gives you the strength to go through it. So today we're going to talk about Yahshua HaMashiach. We're going to talk about his walk to the high priest position, being ordained and sent by his father when he was said to be beloved by him. He gave his permission for Yahshua to make the move. So I'm not going to be before you long, but we are going to start at Luke 1. Luke 1. And it reads as follow. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophis, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Five. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Yehuda, a certain priest named Zacharias of the house of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. So this passage right here says that Zechariah was a certain priest, and that Elizabeth was from the family where she was the daughters of Aaron which makes them both bona fide Levites, priests in their own rights, written right here in Luke 1 and 5. That's all I wanted out of there, but I wanted to read the whole thing. Okay? So let's go to now Matthews 3.11. Matthew, Matthews 3.11. It says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Ruach HaKodesh and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. It says, Then cometh Yahshua from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbid him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and cometh thou unto me? And Yahshua answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. 
So, so Yahshua now approaches John the Baptist. And John says in 14, Matthews 3, 14, and John forbid him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, but you come to me? And Yahshua answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. We just read in Luke 1 that Zacharias and Elizabeth were both in the priest family. They were Levites. They were from the family of Aaron. Now in Matthew 3, we're talking and we're reading about John being approached by Yahshua. John is the son or the child to Zacharias and Elizabeth, making John a high priest in the Levite family as well. Now, I heard a pastor say that the reason why John was in the Jordan River and not in the temples was because of corruption. He didn't want to be a part of that, so he did his baptizing out in the Jordan River. Okay, so now we see in Yahshua approaching him and telling him, even though John is saying, I should be getting baptized by you, Yahshua said, no, we need to do it this way to fulfill all righteousness plus, right? So if you go back to Luke 1, 5, it says, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Yehuda, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah. And I looked up the word Abiah. They spelt it a little different. It's uh, A-B-I-J-A-H, Abiah. And the definition is, my father is Yah, Jehovah. And the first definition is a priest, the head of a priestly family from whom when David divided the priest into 24 classes, Abiah was in the eighth order. Okay. So John is definitely qualified to baptize, to baptize, to baptize Yahshua. He needs for John to do this. Okay, we all we all know that Zacharias and Elizabeth were the parents to John the Baptist, making him a priest also. So what happens when the king fulfills all righteousness? Yahshua goes down a king, but he comes up as a king that fulfilled all righteous righteousness. He comes up as a Melchizedek. Of righteousness. We also know that it was the duty of a Levitical priest to baptize and to perform sacrifices for the people to Yah. Let's go to Hebrews 7 and 11. Hebrews 7 and 11. If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further needs was there that another priest should rise after the order of Melchizedek? And not be called after the order of Aaron. So if you have a little Levitical priesthood, what do we need another one for? Right? 11, it says, if therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, I can't talk today. For under it, the people received the law. That's the problem. You heard me right. 
I'm going to moonwalk a little bit on what I've been saying. I'm going to slightly apologize and slightly turn my course just a bit. I was wrong, but you were more wrong. And we want to get to that next week when I really explain. Because this is going to blow your socks off. For under it, the people received the law. What further need was there that another priest should rise after the order of Melchizedek and not be called after the order of Aaron? So why do we need somebody to be uh, somebody else to be called and not to be called under the order of Aaron? Right. Twelve for the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law for he of whom these things are spoken pertain to another tribe because it's going from the family of Levi to the family of Shem to the family of Yehuda. So these things are spoken of pertaining to another tribe, not the Levitical priesthood, but now to the tribe of Yehuda, of which no man gave attendance at the altar. For it is evident that our Adonai sprang out of Yehuda, of which tribe Moshe spake nothing concerning the priesthood. Moses never, never spoke anything concerning the priesthood. And let me explain, because this is a part of the apology. That's a, it's only maybe 7% apology. But again, I don't want to go into it next week. I don't want to go into it until next week. And it is yet far more equipped Evident for that after the similitude of Melchizedek, there arise another priest. So we see here in this, we see in Luke 1, we see the um, the authenticity of, of Zacharias and Elizabeth, both being John's parents, being in the family of Levi, being high priest order. And then we see in Matthew's uh, 26, we see John the Baptist, who was also a qualified high priest in the Levitical priesthood. Then we see Yahshua approaching John and telling him that he has to do this thing and that it's not for Yahshua to baptize him, but for him to baptize Yahshua. Right. I'm trying to give the clue away without giving the clue away. Let's go to Luke 7, Luke seven twenty six. Okay, let me let me just say this right now. Do you did you notice did you see how there was a transferring of the the high priests from one tribe to another that went from John the Baptist because you know that the Levitical priest's job they had to do the uh baptisms. They had to do the cleansing of the people. They were the only ones qualified to do this. So when Yahshua is telling him that I need for you to do this is because I need a Levitical priest to transfer the order over to me, Melchizedek. You get that? So John is now willing to do it. And he is not just baptizing Yahshua, but he's transferring over the high priest order to Yahshua. So here we have uh, one family handing over 
and given the high priest's um, order to another family. So this time, this family did what they were supposed to do. So now we go to, it says, that, so after John baptized Yahshua, did you notice that the duties of the high priest went from Levitical and from the line of Levi and Aaron now to Yahshua, who is from the tribe of Yehuda, which is of the line of Shem. And that's very important when you talk about uh, the story of Melchizedek and, uh, the, uh, and Aaron, Abraham, I'm sorry, back in uh, Genesis when uh, Abraham gave him a tenth. You'll, well, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that. Let's go to uh, Luke 7, 26. Luke 7, 26. It says, but, but what went she out to see? Because here's another clue for next week. But what went she out to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and much more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare my way before thee. Right? So that's John, right? It says, 28, For I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist, but he that is least in the kingdom of Elohim is greater than he. And all the people that heard him and the publicans justified Elohim being baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the counsel of Elohim against themselves being not baptized of him or of John. So how can Yah make that statement in 28? For I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. And then he says, but he that is least in the kingdom of Elohim is greater than him. This is this is hopefully this is this is going to have you come back next week and it's going to have you uh, invite a, a friend going to figure this thing out together okay let's go to Matthews 26 56 because this part is really really awesome so you see the first family obliged and did what Yah asked them to do Right. So now there's one more person in the way. This person needs to be removed so that Yah can go straight to the top even more so. Matthews 26, 56. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophet might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. And they that had laid hold on Yahshua led him away to Cephas, Cephas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him afar off unto the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priests, the elders, and all the council sought false witness against Yahshua to put him to death. 
but but found none. Yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none. At the last came two false witnesses and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of Elohim and to build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto Yahshua, Aren't you going to answer anything? What is it which these witnesses have against thee? You're not going to talk? You have all these people accusing you of, of different things and you're not going to say nothing? You're just going to stand there. 63. But Yahshua held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, Now this is the kicker. He says, I adjure thee by the living Elohim that thou, that thou tells us whether thou be the Hamashiach, the son of Elohim. He says, I'm putting you under oath. So this is a fastball down the, down the, down the inside pocket. Cephas says, I am putting you under oath. He says, I adjure thee by the living Elohim that thou tell us whether thou be the Hamashiach, the son of Elohim. He says, I'm putting you under oath. So let's go to Leviticus 20. Let's go to Leviticus 5 to see what this oath is. Leviticus 5.1. He says, and it says, and if a soul sin and hear the voice of swearing and is a witness, whether he have seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Jesus or Yahshua has to answer. He can't shrug his shoulders. He can't nod his head. He knows the answer that Cephas, Cephas just asked him. If he does not answer, he now becomes a sinner and he cannot be the high priest. So Cephas put him on the spot. You're going to answer me now because now you under the, I adjure you what he says, thee by the living Elohim. I'm taking you back to Leviticus 5.1. You know the answer and I'm putting you under law. Did, did you say that? Let's go down. Um, let's go down. So let's go back to uh, 64. Matthew's what? 26, 64. Yahshua said unto him, thou hast said, that's not good enough. You can't say that he said it. Yahshua has to say it himself. If he knows the answer, he has to say what he knows. Or he becomes a sinner and he becomes disqualified. He says, thou hast said it. Never, nevertheless, I say unto you, he has to say it. Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Oh, my goodness. Now we have a ball game. This thing is tied one to one in the ninth inning. Somebody has to knock this ball out of the park. Somebody has to do it. Yahshua just said to, to Cephas that, yes, I said it. He said, and however, after he, he said, hereafter, you shall see the son of man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 
65 says, Then the high priest rent his clothes. He tore his, his high priest garments. He has spoken blasphemy, he said. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard this blasphemy. Uh-oh, so it looks like Cephas has uh, smacked the ball out into center field, and he might win the game, but the ball is caught by the, um, the center, center fielder. Because let's go to Exodus 28, 32, and see what that says. Yahshua, he is a bad boy. Exodus 28:32 says, and there shall be a hole in the top of it, in the midst thereof. It shall have a binding of woven work round about the whole of it, as it were the whole of a harbinger, that it be not rent. That's a part of the law. The high priest cannot rent his garments or he will be disqualified. We just read in uh, uh, verse 65 that Cephas, out of anger, ripped his high priest garments. Is he disqualified? Does he die? Let's go to Leviticus 10 and 6. Leviticus 10 and 6. And Moshe said unto Aaron, and to Eleazar, and to Ithamar, his sons, uncover not your heads, neither rent your clothes, lest ye die. Cephas is now disqualified and is now sentenced to death. Yahshua reigns high priest over all. He was given the order from John the Baptist, who was the original Levite. And then we have a, 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 a another, let's say, makeshift high priest, an unofficial high priest that still reigned as high priest, just got disqualified. Yahshua HaMashiach is the new Melchizedek, uh, the one and only. Okay, so let's go to John 19.21. John 19.21. Yahshua still reigns. 1921, then said the chief priest of the Jews to Pilate, write not the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate says, what I have written, I have written. 23, then the soldiers, uh-oh. If the soldiers rent his garments, he's now, Yahshua, is now disqualified. I'm biting my nails. What's about to happen? If these guys tear his clothes, even though he didn't do it, Yahshua is now disqualified and he cannot be our high priest and he cannot die on the cross for us. Now we're lost to eternity. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Yahshua, took his garments and made four parts to every soldier apart. And also his coat. Now the coat was without seam. Woven from top throughout. They said therefore amongst themselves. Somebody got touched and didn't even know it. By the Ruach. I have an idea. Let's not rent it. But cast lots for it. Whose it shall be. That the scriptures might be fulfilled which saith. Now they're not saying this. This is what the Bible saying. They parted my raiment among them, 
and for my vesture did that they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. Now the now there stood by the cross of Yahshua his mother and his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. Now let's just go, because where did that come from? That was already prophesied in Psalms twenty two eighteen. It was already known. Yahshua wasn't sweating. He already knew before that time that they weren't going to do it. Because look what look what it says, Psalms twenty two eighteen. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon upon my uh, vesture. They didn't tear my coat. I already knew they wasn't. I am Yahshua HaMashiach, the new Melchizedek, the only Melchizedek. So now this is an introduction into next week that I didn't want to let out. Since I am now to the new Melchizedek, you still follow the law 100%. But what we don't follow is the Levitical priesthood parts of it. Yeah, you heard me. We don't follow the Levitical priesthood parts of it. We don't do animal sacrifices. We don't have the temple. We don't do nothing that has to do with the high priest. And I want to tell you right now, but we do, we, we turn, when we, we turn back to the covenant, and that's all I'm going to say. Just a reminder that this podcast was also live on YouTube, so don't forget to like my page and share my page, and don't forget to hit the notification button. And don't forget to subscribe. Shalom. Have a good night. I hope you enjoyed it. I did.